For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcasts. Oh, oh no. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. <laughs> I'm Carter. I'm Doge. Jordan. I was just living in this new equipment right now. Oh Pardon my me for going a little yeah, too If you're far. listening and you're like, hey, why do they sound so Buttery. Yeah. Where do all these cartoon birds come from so, on my commute to work? Oh, it's beautiful. What are they attracted uh, to? We're rolling with all new gear right now. And it makes our voices sound <laughs> really different. This is what I sound like. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Guys, it is a, I mean, the rest of the year, all we're seeing is stars. Am I right? Ooh. Only all stars. I stars. I think it's appropriate that with this Star Wars series, we bring back <gasps> from the dead, <laughs> or should I say... From the womb. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> A star was born. Yeah. So on October sixteenth, right? So I have to bounce around. I, I said I'm. I said I'm over trying to find Monday specific yeah, Monday. Yeah, tough. It's, it's your birthday that's week. That's we get the week. Deal. You get the whole week. And these days we celebrate birthdays for longer than that day. Sure. Am I not? Years. Am I not right? You are. Or am I right? You are right. You are tell right. Me that. Yeah. On October sixteenth, which would be Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll say <laughs> it's that. It's tough because we're not in the day we're in. It's true. <sighs> Turning 57 years old. Looking at this star's credits, you'd be surprised to find he's actually best known for his contributions to music. So Baby Driver, Back to the Future Part 2, Big Lebowski, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas don't even come close to the smash hit tracks he's contributed to. Heck, he's got more hit songs about California than movie credits, which is a joke because he's actually got 86 movie credits. But he also has a lot of hit songs about California. Who is this actor turning 57? And for those that don't remember, because it's been <laughs> it's been a while since a star was born. Many sure. moons. I've got a fun little riddle that I write. 
about the star that was born on that day. And these two try and guess that. As do you at home. This has been one of those movies out, or one of those little bits that we do outside of extra credit that I keep hearing people are yelling at wherever this podcast is coming from. Yeah. Because you know we're bad at it. You're not Surprise, bad at it. We're bad at every game. There's a little That's spot. True. There's a spotlight here in Casa de Chuck. It's hard under pressure. So, under pressure. October 16th, which is Wednesday, turning 57 years old. Looking at this star's credits, you'd be surprised to find he's actually best known for his contributions to music. Movies like Baby Driver, Back to the Future Part Two, Big Lebowski, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas don't even come close to the smash hit tracks he's contributed to. Heck, he's got more hit songs about California than movie credits, which is a bit of an exaggeration because he actually has 86 movie credits. Another surprise for this guy. Turning 57 on Wednesday. 57, okay. That's tough. This is crazy. This is hard. It's back. Star, Star, Star Wars Born is back with a vengeance. You want to hear it again? Mm-hmm. Looking at this star's credits, okay, you'd be surprised to find he's actually best known for his contributions to music. With movies like Baby Driver, Back to the Future Part Two, Big Lebowski, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, these movies don't even come close to the smash hit tracks he's contributed to. Heck, he's got more hit songs about California than movie credits, which is kind of a joke because... He actually has 86 movie credits. What star was born on October 16th, 57 years ago? I know that it's the spotlight of playing a game on this podcast that is robbing me of every brain cell, but I can't think of a single hit song about California besides Hotel California, and I know it's not Glenn or Dawn. Or Dawn. Well, we've got California Girls, but I don't think Katy Perry is a man or 57 or in any of those movies. That is a fair point, yeah. Jamie Foxx is in Baby Driver. I don't know if you can feel it. We are right in the the middle. Back to the future, though. I know. We are right in the middle of where people will be yelling. I have, yeah, sure, certainly. I have just recently watched Back to the Future 2. I will say his credits in these movies obviously are not that huge, right? They're smaller credits. He's not a top-billed actor for these movies. Sure. But he is an actor for these, yeah? It's not like a soundtrack credit? I bet bet this is harder because he actually kind of disappears into the role more. It's not like when whichever uh, at World's End when Keith Richards Richards shows up. It's like that's clearly Keith Richards. Right, yeah. You'll give up? No. Okay. Maybe I do. I'm kind of thinking maybe I also do. You, we're thoroughly stumped. Turning 57, happy birthday on October 16th, this coming Wednesday, Flea. Oh, my gosh. He's in Baby Driver? Mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2? Mm-hmm. Who's he in Baby Driver? No idea, but he's in it somewhere. Those were his acting credits. Interesting. What on earth? Big Lebowski is the one I remember the most, if the only one that I remember. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten there. Uh-uh. But there we are. Flea. Wow, that's a hard one. And, of course, the Red Hot Chili Peppers have a lot of songs about California. Sure. Yeah. That's what the C stands for. That's what it is. Same day, except much older. This actress is turning 94. Flea's and this is mom. not a super no. I mean, this she is still alive. She writes of murder and sings of beasts, but this 90... Oh, sorry, turning 95. This 95-year-old actress is far from intimidating. To be honest, she might have played one of the most approachable witches the silver screen has ever seen. 
She writes of murder and sings of beasts, but this 95-year-old actress is far from intimidating. To be honest, she might have played one of the most approachable witches the silver screen has ever seen. I mean, it's murder, she wrote, but yeah. I don't know her well, name. it's the lady who does Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I'm going to say you got it. Um, yeah, I just can't think of her name. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. The, you know the witch I'm referring to? No. Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Have you seen that? Oh, no. She's oh my playing gosh. a witch. I don't even know what that is. Oh my gosh. You should watch it. It's, okay. It's like Mary Poppins vibe. Love it. It wasn't even a knockoff of Mary Poppins. It's like a good movie. It's kind of the integration between real acting and cartoony type stuff. Yeah. Real fun. classic. So uh, birthday on Friday. And this, this guy's turning 32 years old. The world is split about 50-50 on what is more impressive about this actor. His voice or his abs? We've followed this kiddo since high school and encouraged his pursuit of a career in the circus. The only thing we condone is that killing spree he went on this year. That uh, That's going to be Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Ooh, you yeah. You know the movies we're referring to here? 50-50, I'm lost on. No, no, I'm just saying like... Oh, okay. You, he's either like super attractive. It's, yeah, so it's going to be what? Greatest really, Showman. Yep. It's going to be... Since high school. Um, the, high school musical. The high school musical. Jeffrey Dahmer one that he was just in. Killing spree. Yep. Or that's not Dahmer, it's Bundy. Ted Bundy, yeah. yeah. Uh, extremely... Vile and shockingly evil, whatever. Yeah, I get that one mixed close. up with the Tom. Yeah, yeah the Tom incredibly Hanks close. <laughs> Wonderful. Guys, did you see in the new? That's A Star Was Born. It's back. Yay! For who knows how long. Depends on how awesome you are as an actor or actress. And when you got born. And if you just make the cut or not. Did y'all hear about the, uh, speaking of Star Wars, the little feud that Scorsese fueled? Yeah, no. that was some wild stuff. Course. Let, let me, let me, Scorsese. Scorsese. So, so, uh, what Scorsese says, he says, I don't see them in, in talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He said, I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well-made as they are, with actors doing the best that they can under the circumstances, is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experience to another human being. Samuel L. Jackson's response recently on uh, the red carpet or whatever color carpet it was for some uh, something honoring Tyler Perry. Uh, he said, I mean, that's like saying Bugs Bunny ain't funny. Films are films. Everybody doesn't like his stuff either. Uh, he said, everybody's got an opinion, so I'll, I mean, it's okay. Ain't going to stop nobody from making movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great point. So something that's happened here, I was reading about this feud and it just seemed like these two need to take it to the ring. And I think the two of you need to help. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little time for In This Corner. So In This Corner is a bit that we brought about last week on yeah. Money Monday. And mm -hmm. we brought it back because I think it's pretty fun. Hey, I love this one. This one's this really is a good fun. Time. So what we do is we've got uh, Jordan and Doge playing two different corners here. Uh, well, not necessarily. Potentially. 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 I'm going to present... So our first battle was between Marvel and the DC universe, or just Marvel and DC. Right. And with whatever questions that I decide to ask. Uh, for this one, it's going to be Samuel L. Jackson versus Martin Scorsese. So it's going to be Martin <laughs> Scorsese films, right? Because Scorsese hasn't been in a lot. He's created a lot. Sure. Uh, and Samuel L. Jackson films. And okay. so what will happen is they will either they're going to decide who wins each round, uh, between the two of them, if they agree, they agree. That's great. If they don't, and they continue to stay uh, locked on that, one of them will say them's fighting words, and then they are taken to a little bit of a tiebreaker. Okay? So, in this corner. In this corner. Uh, there's a lot of weird names for movies out there. And you think sure. with this many credits, with, with like, so, uh, <laughs> Scorsese has something like 81 credits to Samuel L. Jackson's one hundred and. 
90, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. 801,000. But I went through every single one of these movies, and I want y'all to tell me, if this was a fight, which of these movies just sounds crazier? Sound, okay. We're going on name alone. Title of a movie. Yeah, perfect. I Samuel already L- know which Samuel L. Jackson movie this Samuel is. Samuel L. Jackson's Tyrannosaurus Funk. Okay. Oh, man. Or Martin Scorsese's The Big Shave. And to let you know what The Big Shave is about, I looked at it. Uh, I didn't watch it. So it's a very early Scorsese film. And the plot is simply, in the process of shaving, a young man cuts himself a lot. Cool. So Tyrannosaurus Funk. that's what I call a human being striving to say something about the human condition. Hello? Yeah, burn. (laughs) So Tyrannosaurus Funk versus The Big Shave. What do we got? It's Tyrannosaurus Tyrannosaurus Funk. There it is, yeah. How unequivocal! Can we change the name of our podcast to that? That's the best two words ever put together. It might cost us, but I'm down. That's very good. Okay. In this corner, what is a more shocking death scene? You saw this character die in these movies and you were like, huh? Leo DiCaprio's Billy in The Departed, which by the way, phenomenal movie. Yes. Yep. Or Samuel L. Jackson's Russell Franklin. And you probably don't know the name until you... Maybe, have you seen Deep Blue Sea? No. Mm-mm. Oh, no. I wish I could show you. Here's, uh, we're going to take an aside and come right back because I'm about to show them this scene. And Star Wipe, back into present. Star we're here. Wipe, back into present. We and I just it. showed them. So, what's a more shocking death scene? Leonardo DiCaprio's Billy in The Departed or Samuel L. Jackson's Russell Franklin in Deep Blue Sea? I'm still going Billy, even uh, after yeah, watching. I would have to say, I would have to say Billy as well. I am not going to give it away. But I think Chunky should watch Deep Blue Sea yes, just to see. That was that was a blast. Sam Jack has a wild time. He has a wild time. Um, but Billy so left me shooken. I, I guess I would say about the movie experience, it's it's kind of a ride, right? And and as we've learned in Fast and Furious, there's different kinds of transportation. So many. That's Isn't this true. a great <laughs> segue? What a good I'm segue. To much, like, much like a segue, it's a different it's type much of Much like a segue. So these are specific movies of each of them that are in the title of form of transportation. That's the battle. Does that make sense? Yes. Yep. We have Scorsese's Taxi Driver okay. against Samuel L. Jackson's Snakes on a Plane. Okay. <laughs> what are we judging? We're saying, what's a better, what are we judging what's a better movie? What's up, the criteria? Hey, it's up to you. It's up to you. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue what appears to be a spicy take from last week. And I'm going to say that uh, for me, it's Taxi Driver, which was Joker before Joker and done better. Yeah, yep. I was about to say, it's definitely Taxi Driver. Great. I mean, We're come agreeing on. on everything. Here's the hard one. I saved it for fight. last. We have an iconic director. Yes. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. We have an iconic actor. True. Yes. yes. Would you agree? True. Where was the more iconic line? Which line is more iconic? We're back at Taxi Driver. I'm trying to find one of Scorsese's most iconic. Are you talking to me? You talking to me? I don't see anyone else around here. Are you talking to me against... Hold on to your butts. Oh. From Jurassic (laughs) Park. Okay. So to you, what is the more iconic line? Are you talking to me or hold on to your butts? I say... I say hold on to your butts... And I'm not exaggerating. Every day of my <laughs> life, Adam, I feel pretty close to that. Adam, nod at me. Did I say that on the way here? <laughs> on the way to the studio today, I said, "Okay, hold on to your butts." It's gonna have to be hold on to your butts for me. I'm okay. I'm not doing this just to. I was about insight. to tell you, don't. I'm not. 
I really am not. Okay. Because for Jordan, mm-hmm. my preferred line of the two is hold on to your butts. Yeah. That's obvious. But that wasn't the question. The question was which line is more iconic. And I posit that if you pull 100 people and you say, hold on to your butts. You heard that one before? Most of them would say yes. If you say, you talking to me? 100 out of 100 people will say, yes, I have heard that. That's iconic. It sounds to me, and I am no expert, so take this with a grain of salt, but it sounds to me like them's fighting words. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this one's simple. I've told you ahead of time how many credits these two have. Yeah. It is a back and forth. Okay? So we will start with, it's, it's Scorsese movies. And Samuel L. Jackson movies. You understand? So is one of us representing one, one's representing the nope. other? Nope. Just we start with Scorsese. So it's it's a uh who's you said them's fighting words? So it starts with Jordan. So we go Scorsese, Scorsese, and then Samuel Samuel. Oh no. Scorsese, Scorsese, okay. Samuel Samuel. Okay. okay. Ready? Yep. And there's enough of them out there that I'm gonna be real picky. If there's a big enough gap, it's done. And the other person is one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. We start with Scorsese, Jordan, to you. Taxi driver. The shave. Pulp fiction. Wait, it's called the big shave. It Jordan wins! <laughs> what? Dang it! <laughs> you called yourself on it. There was so much lead up to that. We're going to end it with that, actually, because that's wow. so fun. Jordan, wow. great job. I needed a win today, um, I think. That was Guys, I'm so bad at games. You're not bad at games. And I promise I'm not going to drop a game that you actually both are bad at. Not this week. Maybe it'll show up next week. Oh, boy. I want to talk a little Yasser Pass. Oh, please. I'm good at this game because you can't lose. Because you can't lose. So, there's some good movies coming out this Friday. This Friday, October 18th. Mm. Uh, Last week, we talked about such hits as Adam's Family and Gemini Man. True. Um, (laughs) But October 18th, guys, snuck up on me. Zombieland, double tap. That's a yes. That's a big yes. That's a yes from me. A yes for me, probably not a theater yes. You don't think it's a theater yes for you? I don't think it's a theater yes. Did you see the other one in theaters? I didn't. So maybe that's why. I loved. So maybe that's why. Can you believe? No. The even post Zombieland, the careers that these made. Even Woody Harrelson had a career. He was the only one that had a pretty good career before this. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, Chris. No, not Kristen Stewart. Emma Stone was kind of doing okay. Not. She. I guess she wasn't doing a whole lot. Like Easy A. Like maybe that was it. Right? I mean, Zombieland yeah, is that older might be than true. you think. That might be true. So yeah. I'm excited And now she's been that. nominated for an Oscar. She's it's won true. one, actually, which is awesome. What did she win for? She won for La La Land. I didn't realize she won for La La Land. Yeah. Okay. She did. It's pronounced La La Land. La La Land. La La Land. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Pass. Big pass. It'll be a pass for me, too, but I'm kind of interested in these movies. I might watch the first one. I haven't seen those. But Tell me how that goes me. for you. The fa- I'll do any of that fantasy type stuff, like when they did Snow White and the Huntsman. I also wanted, passed on that one. I at least wanted to them. see it. Have y'all heard of The Lighthouse? Oh, yes. No, I haven't. Okay, so this is a Willem Dafoe, Robert Pattinson movie. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. I have. And people are saying... The Willem's- cast is like three people, because it's literally them in a like 1920s lighthouse. So from, during- from what I understand, this is a 
mildly Lovecraftian descent into madness type movie. It's a ninety four percent certified on Rotten Tomatoes. Right? Yeah, certified. Yeah. So that means I it's mean, set. descent into madness movies have burned me lately, but I've heard great things about Defoe's performance in this. I, I've heard this is going to be a. It's not even a sleeper anymore. It's going to be a really big Oscar movie. Yeah. The consensus on Flickster says a gripping story, brilliantly filmed and led by a pair of powerhouse performances. The Lighthouse further establishes Robert Eggers. This is the director as a filmmaker of exceptional talent. So to look into Robert Eggers, some of the other directing. Uh, bits he's done. Weird about the movie, like it's black and white or silent. I think it is black and white. He's also done The Witch, which I never saw, but I heard. Oh, I didn't see that either. Like really scary movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited. I Robert Pattinson's a good actor. He's a great actor. He's really good. So that's another reason that I was not twilighty about him being Batman. I'm super psyched for him to be Batman. Yeah, because I'm I'm very pumped for that. I like the idea of a more gaunt, actually looks like a really sad person. Yeah, wrestling with like. Well, I think he. I think he's got the frame. He can bulk up a good bit too. He probably can. I mean, he, he's going to need to make us feel like he can beat somebody up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Have you heard about this? Yes. Hey, big, big old yes. Big old yes. You want to tell him what it's about a little bit? Yeah. It's it's out there. So yeah. it, it's actually based on a novel, mm-hmm. um, but it's about a young boy in Nazi Germany who is being indoctrinated as a young boy into the like Nazi lifestyle and Hitler Youth, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a he's one of the Hitler Youth, and he has an imaginary friend, and that imaginary friend is his idealized version of Hitler. Yeah. Goofy Ta- and fun versus Taika like, Waititi, right. director Taika. and player yeah. of, of Hitler. Um, and the whole story. From, from what I understand of it in my limited knowledge is that Jojo discovers that his mom is helping to hide a young Jewish girl and protect her from the Nazis. And he has to wrestle with his idealized version of Hitler not being a bad guy and the idea that how could he hate this person who's just a person? It looks incredible. Crazy. And it's it's all told through the lens of like- Did you just see the other cast humor? besides Taika Waititi? Yes. Yeah. So Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell, Rebel Wilson, Alfie Allen, who was- uh, Theon, Theon Greyjoy. Greyjoy. Uh, Stephen Merchant yep. is yep. Dirtz. Stephen Merchant is so- I love it. He's overshadowed by Ricky Gervais. Funny. I think I, he is so much better than- I much prefer Ricky. Stephen. He is, he will always be, what's the robot in Portal 2? Wheatley. Wheatley. He will yeah. always be Wheatley I didn't know to he me. was the voice of Wheatley. Yeah. Uh, and he's also in, uh, he actually has a great role in Logan. Yeah. He's Caliban in Logan. Oh my goodness. I forgot yeah. about that. I like him a lot. Speaking of gaunt, kind of. Yeah. For real. Maybe he should real. be Batman. Uh, <laughs> and then, I think there was supposed to be one more. Nope. So yeah, that's it. A little bit of yes or pass. Yeah. Uh, there's a reboot called Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. I was oh, never yeah. a Jay and Silent oh, Bob guy. I wasn't Me either. Yeah. So I'm kind of out on that. But um, my last question for today is, actually, is it my first question for today? It's not. It might be the first one you've asked. What are you streaming? Ooh. That's what's most important here. Mm. I'm still doing My Hero Academia. Okay. I, I, I With every new episode that I've seen, it is solidifying itself even more than I could think as one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. Wow. Okay. Uh, my Hero Academia is brilliant. It's moving. It's hilarious. It is bonkers anime. And the the narrative like lends itself to doing whatever it wants to do. And so far, it's pulled every bit of it off. So I love it. What's your other one? Uh, my other one is The Politician. So this is the guy that did uh, Scream Queens, Glee... American Horror Story. He's done a show with Ben Platt. Oh, yeah, on as Netflix. As the lead. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there's Gwyneth Paltrow, January Jones. 
Um, guys, it's really good. It's really funny. It feels very Wes Anderson. Okay. That's awesome. Um, and it is not as out there. It, it has a little bit of everything that this director has done, but it is not as out there. It's like American accessible. Horror Story or, or something like that. It's yeah. more accessible. And basically we're following Ben Platt's character. Uh, it starts at him in high school running for school president, school body president, but his his uh, goal is to be president of the United States one day. And my hunch is we're going to be following this kid through several years of his life. Different leadership roles. To see if he like actually that. gets there. That's cool. Yeah, it's fun. That's cool. Um, so for me... Um, right now, I think I addressed this last time, still happening, The Last of Us. Not a show, but it's taking up a lot of my screen time right now. it comes out really soon, right? Uh, Last of Us 2 comes out February 20th, I believe. Oh, that was a bummer. I remember that now. And, um, that should be be, sooner than that. Oh, I'll wait as long as they need. Naughty Dog knows what's up. But we, we're about three and a half hours of gameplay away from the end credits of the first Last of Us. Mm. And, and Callie's watched all of it with yeah, you? Yeah, Callie, Callie is enraptured by this story. I'm very excited about it. That's so exciting. Man. It is That's so really great. fun. And That's I really feel exciting. like I owe our listeners an update on my Gilmore grind. Still on it, right. not into it anymore. No. Wow. I'm going to finish it because I started it and I only have like two seasons left and I'm hoping that it picks back up, but it has lost me completely. Wow. Uh, quick plug. Our famous that we're going to have uh, on our birthday episode. Okay. Uh, here's what happened his last weekend. Here's what's also fun about this guy because we can live through him with all the people that he has seen and hung out with. Fair. Uh, on the same weekend, he saw Milo, who plays Jess. Yes. And is also in This Is Us. Uh, saw him at a coffee shop. Said, what's up? And also hung out with Channing Tatum. Classic. Yeah. So Same. Our and famous, he, and his, he's going to come hang out with us when he's he, going to hang out with us. Now. Cool. So we're Give us like, those, like we're basically ab vibes. Like we're going to just Channing. feel bigger. We're you know, basically buffer. like Channing Tatum. Basically, yeah. And to be clear, our birthday was last Thursday. And if you are paying attention to your podcast feed, you notice that our birthday episode didn't come out. It's still coming. We got a famous. He's just busy. He's, he's on that famous time. Way too famous. And so we're we're on his schedule. We are. Speaking of upcoming things, y'all know what tomorrow is. Oh yeah. I hope I watch the right movie. Because we're about to start Star Wars. Oh, um, my gosh. Brand I'm new so hope excited. to go with this brand new gear. Yeah, it's going to be bananas. <laughs> so make sure you please check that out. To end this episode, let's stick with Samuel L. Jackson. Mm, Samuel. Let's always stick with Sammy Jack. Give me an iconic movie character and replace them with Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. My name is Carter. And gosh, as iconic as Tom Hanks is... I think Woody should be voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, he should. You're correct. That's just me. I'm Doge, and continuing this voice acting thing, I I think Mufasa should have been Samuel L. Jackson. I'm Jordan, and also continuing this voice acting trend. Guys, what's happening? <laughs> Here's the thing. Voice. I'm always a sucker for a thin-waisted, large-shouldered man. What? Who's hanging around trying to help everybody out, trying to do his thing and stay out of trouble, which is why I believe that Samuel L. Jackson in my universe should oh be voicing Kronk. Yeah. Yep. Just imagine <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson yelling spinach puffs. Oh, it's all I'm imagining. Yep. Or talking squirrel. <laughs> Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.